I was initially thinking that you would be the last person that I talked to in this medium in San Diego. Turns out that was not the case. But that's not your fault. So I I went back to San Diego on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And and I was planning on being back for the entire week following. Because I did not Uh. know what the situation would be with my roommate. Whether he would have found someone to take over the lease or not. It turns out that while I was driving, uh, a couple that had visited had said that they did want to sign. So then I knew that I could leave a bit earlier if I wanted to, as long as I got all my stuff done. Right? Mm -hmm. So Sunday I recorded OHAC, and then Monday, I I didn't know Monday or Tuesday was when I wanted to sign the paper that would get me released from the lease. I just didn't know which day would work, uh, because I needed my roommate to be there for that. And we were able to coordinate with the other people that we would get everybody there on Monday uh, at one thirty. So I got all my cleaning done Sunday night and Monday morning. I took Monday afternoon off and Tuesday afternoon off, just in case. Uh, And Monday afternoon, I had everything in my car. I was ready to go in case the signing took very little time. And indeed, 15 minutes later, I had signed the one sheet of paper I needed to sign, chit-chatted with the people who would be moving in uh, next week, and I was in my car driving to San Francisco. (laughs) Sick. So, I, uh, yeah, I left at, yeah, one forty-five ish 2 o'clock, somewhere around there, made it back by 10, and it was just, it was like this weird clean break that I wasn't necessarily expecting, but was totally ready for, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Because, you know, Sunday during the day, I'd initially thought, no, I'll just, you know, who knows what Monday will look like. I'll hang around and leave on Tuesday. You know, Monday I can finish up the last few things and then work Tuesday morning, leave Tuesday afternoon. That was my initial plan. Mm -hmm. But then Sunday I had sort of just had all the closure that I needed. Like Mm -hmm. I I did one last drive around in the evening to all the places that I normally went to. I drove by my company's office and then just kind of went for a long walk that evening. Mm Mm-hmm. Just kind of roaming around. And, you know, it wasn't even, like, you know, overly emotional or anything. It was just, like, sort of cathartic Mm -hmm. in a way. Of, like, you know, this is the first place that I've been an adult in. Yeah. Like, I had my little internship that was my real, you know, first step into real independence. Because work, you know, I had my summer jobs as a camp counselor, but... You're responsible for less of yourself doing that mm-hmm. because you are housed and fed every single day of the summer and you have just a big group of people who are your same age to kind of rely on that entire time. And as an intern, I was just, you know, driving across the country, living on my own, trying to figure everything out. Um. So, yeah, like I just kind of took the time Sunday evening to sort of Appreciate San Diego, appreciate the last two years or so, two years and change, and then Monday rolled around and I was like, yeah, no, I'm super ready 
to just leave this. Like, I really hope that I can leave this afternoon because it would have been, if it had, for whatever reason, taken longer than an hour, I probably would have said, yeah, gosh, now I have to unpack some like blanket so that I can sleep in my bed again, you know, like mm-hmm. it would have been just a pain. Uh, but I wouldn't have wanted to, I wouldn't have wanted to leave if it were like three or four mm-hmm. in the afternoon. So I'm glad that it worked out the way that it did. But yes, now I'm here. I had a clean break. Feel good? Yeah, I feel pretty good. I'm, uh, you know, my, my roommate has not noticed anything that I forgot. We'll see next week if, uh, if the people who are moving in notice anything that I forgot, but I'm pretty sure I didn't forget anything. So mm-hmm. now, yeah, all my stuff is here. It feels much more official. I also spent the weekend uh, switching addresses for everything. Oh, yikes. You know, like just trying to hit the key things first and then each thing that I did, I would think, okay, now I should go through things that I regularly pay for in case... Because uh, it always seems inconsistent whether they need your zip code when you pay for something. Yeah. So once I changed things for like the DMV and the bank, then I was like, okay, now I need to go through and find everywhere that I use my zip code and update that. Uh, not not that it matters, you know, it, things would get declined eventually and then I just go in and change it then. But um, yeah, so I went through that whole process. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to write down in the show notes that I need to... St- freaking update my address for AAA because I've been meaning to do that and I keep forgetting. <laughs> I've said it several times in the past three days. <laughs> yeah. Did you set up to have your more ma- your? I'm so sorry. My your mail, mail forwarded. forwarded? Yes. I did. No, I normally wouldn't have even thought of it because I didn't really know it was a thing. Like I know it's a thing, but mm-hmm. I also didn't know how to do it. But luckily, my roommate had done it, so he mentioned it to oh. me uh, and said, "Yeah, just go to USPS." So. Yeah super easy so i set that up it saved my keister once or twice yeah i mean i uh, the reason that i did things a week early or what i intended to be a week early if i were to be there for the entire week is that if i set the forwarding or if i changed all my addresses right away even without forwarding then uh, you know anything that would have reasonably sent been sent would have arrived while i was still in san diego Mm -hmm. almost certainly so that was kind of my uh, thought surrounding everything but then I realized yeah if I'm leaving super early then it probably is best to forward things yeah oh, I, I remember what I was going to say earlier because when I woke up or by Saturday evening I had more or less confirmed to myself that yes I am going to drive back on Monday unless unusual circumstances arise so Monday morning I was like well I'm anticipating that this is the last time I need to go get some donuts for my donut place. <laughs> oh, that's the part I was waiting for. <laughs> so I got a half dozen donuts. <laughs> oh, you evil man. It was, it was terrible. I really, like, it It was bad. Like, by the end of the day, I was like, man, I really should have just done my normal a breakfast sandwich and a bagel, and I'd be much, I'd be feeling better. But no, I ate them all throughout the day. <laughs> Uh, I had, I had, I had real lunch. I had left a frozen, like, Italian sausage ravioli thing in my freezer. Mm-hmm. So I had that for lunch. So at least I had some real food in my stomach. Like frozen or heated up? <laughs> heated up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. You forced me to eat frozen 
<laughs> pizza, so... I did not. It was thawed. <laughs> it was not frozen. <laughs> I think I did both. Anyway. <laughs> no, I heated it up first. But, so, so that at least gave me some basis for the rest of the day. But then, as I was driving, I just realized, man, I can't stop for food. Because the only thing I'd really stop for is something like McDonald's. And that just sounds awful. Like, it's just too Aww. much fatty food in one day okay like it just like it just felt terrible for my stomach like i knew that if i like tried to have a bite of a hamburger i'd just feel awful Mm -hmm. but then i got into the like you know it's getting into the evening i haven't eaten since like one o'clock when i had my last donut i just need something (laughs) so when i stopped at a gas station somewhere around like seven o'clock I just roamed around the aisles for five minutes, just trying to, just trying to figure out what can I get that's not going to make me feel terrible. That isn't too much food, you know? Yeah. Like I'm not here to have a whole bunch of food, but also it's not like I can get like a candy bar that won't like it'll taste good briefly, and then it would make me feel terrible, and also not give me enough to do. Like I also was just bored of driving at this point, mm-hmm. and I just needed. An extra little sensory input that would last me a while. So I got a a small bag of Cheez-Its. No, a medium bag oh. of Cheez-Its. Okay. Uh, that, that lasted me uh, the rest of the drive. Nice. So. Yes, but now I am here. You are... You may not have been the final podcast in San Diego, but you are the first in San Francisco. And, uh, I mean, obviously we've already done a couple here, but... The uh-huh. first real official one Ooh, where I'm on Ethernet I like that. and everything is actually here. <laughs> Ooh, I like that a lot. The first one on Ethernet sounds yes. next level. It's also nice because I can feel much more confident that we're not going to suddenly uh, disappear from each other halfway through recording like has happened the last month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, went for a nice long walk because this was the actual, the other benefit was because I had planned on taking both afternoons off, I got, you know, I took this afternoon off. And so I could just kind of guilt-free go for a nice long walk around 1230 today. It was very lovely outside. It got up to like 75 degrees. So I just took like an hour-long walk around along the bay. It was great. 75 degrees? Mm-hmm. Oh, lordy. Had a heat wave. I thought it was balmy where I'm at. Was it like 40? <laughs> no, not even. Oh. <laughs> but it was just, freezing. That was just my guess because that was where it was in uh, Plymouth, as my parents told me. Ah. Yeah. How are you, though? How has your couch been treating you? Straight up baller, bro. Yeah? I freaking love it. Good. I'm so happy. Great decision to get that couch. Um, yeah, I'm thrilled. I haven't spilled anything on it horribly yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so it's it's going great. Um, yeah, awesome. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. It's, I've been very thrilled with it. Um, and yeah, I'm glad to hear it. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Awesome. Are you, like, is it just a, uh, let me figure out how to phrase this. I'll, I'll, I'll phrase this by introducing it with a story. 
Today, Aaron asked me, very kind of cutesy, if we were allowed to eat dinner at the coffee table. Yeah! And uh, I, I didn't immediately shut her down as like, no, 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 we're not doing that here. But I did say, look, we're having a like beef and broccoli and rice thing. Okay. That's going to cause most likely more spillage than tomorrow where we're planning on making just like chicken and pasta. So let's at least wait a day and we'll see. <laughs> but really, I uh, would like to reduce the amount of blending of spaces that we have here. Okay. What? Nothing. You do you, Mark. I'm just saying. <laughs> there are things that are meant to be eaten on at the couch. And considering Food. we have an actual place to eat our dinner, I would like to try and eat there more often than not. Yeah. Because, like, we're always going to have time to, like, sit in front of the TV and watch stuff. But I think it's good to not blend that too much with dinner time. Yeah. No, that's that's probably logical. And now is probably a good time to establish that habit, too. Exactly. Things are new and stuff. Exactly. And, yeah. I guess, like, living with people, it's different, so. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I mean, I ate almost every meal sitting at my desk, but that was, you know, that's just what I did. Mm -hmm. But I don't, that doesn't mean that I like that, you know. And also, there's something to be said for... Uh, it's more comfortable sitting at a place that's meant to be eaten at than, like, sitting on the couch trying to lean over a coffee table, that sort of thing. See, I think we were going to disagree on that one, but it's okay. <laughs> well, okay, it's more mentally comfortable for me because I don't have to worry about spills as much. Uh-huh. How about that? Uh, okay. Like, I'm not against, overall, food being eaten on the couch. You know. Mm -hmm. I've done that. I've eaten a Cliff Bar on the couch in the morning. But part of it is spillage, and part of it is, again, like, what's the point of the meal, you know? Mm -hmm. And if the goal is like, oh, we cooked this meal and we want to eat together, then I'd like to do that in the space that's meant for that. But if we're having, like, a snack, or if it's like, let's just say it's like a pizza night, or eventually when we're able to have some people over or something, then yeah, it makes sense to make use of the place that can fit that the best. But in general, I don't want to let the couch coffee table set up become dinner area yeah i think that's a very fast slippery slope okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway on a totally separate note i had a great personal victory today yeah i finally after having it be it being in my trunk i don't think i ever took it out when i moved to san diego maybe i did briefly but I'm pretty Ooh, sure it's wait, been wait, in my wait, trunk. Wait, 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 Can I guess what it is? Sure. I'm going to guess it's... You're wrong. Well, okay. <laughs> no, go ahead. I, I want to hear your guess. I was going to go with uh, the second edition of John Stuart Mill's Utilitarianism and the 1868 speech on capital punishment. You're very cute. No. Oh, shucks. I'll give you a but hint. I'm cute at least. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you an okay. audio clue. Uh, hmm? Fidget cube. Nope. 
I'm I'm out of ideas. A light switch? Did you hear the regularity of the noise? Oh, I thought that was just you. <gasps> a Newton's cradle! You got it. I've had a Newton's cradle sitting in my trunk for over definitely over a year, probably over two years, I would assume. Since it was in my trunk, it almost never made it into my San Diego apartment. Which meant that it was in a bit of a tangled mess. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> but I got it I got it done. I got it fixed up in like twenty minutes. Did you have to cut any of it out? No, no, not at oh, all. It's impressive. It's just very it, I was what surprised me the most is that within a few minutes, both uh, like the two left as I, as I was holding it, the two leftmost balls came loose, which I didn't mm-hmm. anticipate. I assumed that it would be like all of a sudden <laughs> all five uh, disengage. Uh huh. But no. Yes, I know why you're you're giggling. You know, very juvenile. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> what? It, 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 those those two disengaged first for whatever reason, and then I just had these three left that were a real pain, and then all those three came apart all at once, basically. But yeah, it was just like a little. Just a little puzzle to make to work my way through, but now it's mm-hmm. here, sitting on my desk, and I'm very happy to have it back. Yeah, I bet. I wish I had a Newton's cradle. It's just, it's just like a nice visual object. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, what, auditory objects? Yeah. I mean, there are definitely auditory objects. Okay, yeah, you're totally right on that one, but, um... <laughs> God, I'm just, like, swinging and missing tonight, I feel like. <laughs> Well, then let, let's see how your comic goes. How about that? Oh, yikes. Grant has brought Compu-Tune by Charles Boyce. And we have a, a single panel comic where uh, we have we have a sort of office environment, it looks like. And, and there's several doorways. There are uh, some desks that we can see with computers on them but most of them are maybe turned on their side they're kind of smoking a little bit um it's not looking it's looking like a real trashed office place and outside of the entryway we see three guys in uh sort of riot gear sort of a thing they're all they're wearing helmets and heavy vests and they each have a rifle and the guy most in the foreground is looking in the entryway giving them a sort of hand signal and on his back we see a spam squad and the comic is labeled how severe spam problems are solved. <laughs> they throw a spiced ham at all the computers. Oh, that would be great. Cause then you could come back and eat it later. <laughs> Snacking spam. Nom, 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 nom. Yes. But what I was actually curious about, Mark, was like spam, spam's kind of like a an annoying thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Or at least I think it's annoying. Uh, and I think most objectively correct people would agree with me. But I was just curious, Mark, what's, what's some things that annoy you? Whether rationally or irrationally. What, what's some things that just get your goat sometimes, you know? Huh. So what I'm trying to remember back to is one of the oldest bits of classwork that I've kept over the years, which is a composition notebook from fifth grade called my writer's notebook. 
Uh-huh. And over the school year, we would have various prompts, and we would answer them in the book, and there, there's just a lot of stuff there. And one of them was a list of pet peeves. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember what some of them would have been off the top of my head, because I've read back, I've read back through that little journal several times because it's like this thing that I've had for such a long time. Mm-hmm. The main one that comes to mind is um, hot pizza cheese getting on your chin. Ooh. So uh, I'll throw that one out there. Granted, I've, I've had way less issue with that, I feel like. I feel like when I was in fifth grade, that sounds like a pet peeve that I would have almost stolen from someone. Like I heard someone else say it and I was like, yeah, I suppose that does happen sometimes. But really, I have no idea the last time that's happened to me. I'm more likely to scald the inside of my mouth. You know when you kind of scald yourself and you get like almost like a, a loose flap of skin inside of your mouth as a result? Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a technical term for that, but that's much more frequent if I'm eating like a fresh hot piece of pizza than cheese getting on the chin. Because I think I'm just way more careful about the cheese. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Or maybe you eat less crappy pizza. I mean, I don't think it's less crap. I don't think that's the case. I think that... I feel like that's a... Like, that problem is a trademark of, like, that crappy, like, school pizza, you know? I don't know. I feel like school pizza, the cheese was, like, a rigid solid on top of the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Because it just so you, sat around. So you couldn't bite through it, so it just, like, pulled off with the... I, I don't... I mean, my point, my point there is that the cheese on a school pizza never struck me as being particularly malleable let's say it it was not known for its plasticity in my mind Mm. it was much more of a congealed item (laughs) yes uh but i don't know i also just don't like as much cheese on my pizza Uh uh-huh wait wait what i feel like we've talked about this i Uh, just wouldn't like what so this is actually kind of funny now that i'm thinking about this over the years I like more cheese on my pizza. Like, I'm not super chintzy with it if I'm making my own pizza. I don't, like, ask for anything special if I'm getting pizza. I don't, you know. Erin always likes to ask for light sauce on her pizza. I don't sit there and ask for light cheese. I just don't typically want to ask for extra cheese myself. Growing Mm -hmm. up, I'd often pull cheese straight off the pizza and just eat the bread and sauce. And, like, if there are a couple toppings that were left, I do that very frequently. (laughs) (laughs) um which makes which makes my claim of a pet peeve of cheese on my chin even more um dubious dubious yes thank you (laughs) uh so yeah i don't know maybe it's just that yeah the pizzas that i get just don't have sufficient cheese to uh, like when you pull it off like because the thing is like it's like when you cut the pizza and then you immediately try and pull it out of your circle of pizza and the cheese just gets kind of it, it gets real stretched, and then it dangles, and then that's how you end up getting cheese on yourself, right? Oh, is that how it works? In my mind. I don't know if you're being sarcastic, but... <laughs> no, I thought it was like you take a bite, and with that bite, some mm. of the cheese that's still on the pizza slides off and smacks you in the chin. Well, okay, that, that's fair. I would say that to get that sliding action, you almost necessarily have to have had a piece that had a, a similar effect when you were pulling it off in the first place. Okay, maybe. Because the cheese has to be hot enough to do that and stretchy enough. 
Anyway, yeah. doesn't matter. I feel like there's I, a Goldilocks zone for that cheese, you know? True. But I, my guess is that I haven't had fresh, like, actually fresh pizza in that way in a, in a pretty long time. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes I'm getting, like, takeout pizza or delivery pizza, and by the time you get it home, it's, like, still good enough to eat, but, like, you're definitely not getting cheese that's going to have that effect because it's been just sitting around for 15 minutes at that point mm-hmm. or you know five to ten minutes but it's been walked through cold air or something you know yeah the other thing is if it does happen at that point like you don't got that lava sauce on the bottom of the cheese smacking you too because mm-hmm. that's the real problem isn't it yeah that's definitely true so i feel like middle school was probably the prime time for this for me because that's when i had lots of frozen pizza mm-hmm that's probably the biggest culprit, but I haven't had a frozen pizza in a really long time either. Because wow. most of the time, if I want pizza, like, uh, it was at some point in college when I realized that frozen pizza was no longer economical. If I want pizza, it's often cheaper <laughs> to just get, like, Domino's or Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Like, mm-hmm. getting a pizza from them is often cheaper than, like, the kind of frozen pizza that I would want. Okay. And, and I haven't found a particularly cheap frozen pizza that I enjoy enough to get that instead of uh, restaurant pizza. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's some out there. Like I don't mind. Fr- I don't mind frozen pizza. Like I, I can still in my head as I'm thinking about different frozen pizzas. Like I have a sensation in my brain as I think through every single brand, like of how it tastes and feels to have. Because I've eaten a lot of frozen pizza, but it just doesn't do the same thing for me anymore. And so Mm -hmm. because I haven't had frozen pizza for a long time, there's nothing like a Papa Murphy's out in California, so uh, there's no take and bake, uh, which would be the other way that this would happen very frequently to me. Because I have neither of those, I think I just haven't dealt with the cheese on the chin thing or hot pizza sauce quite as much. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds fascinating. (laughs) I gotta admit, the cheese on the chin is not a problem I ever have because I eat pizza the superior way as we've been over multiple times so uh-huh sure what was there something annoying you in particular grant that made you want to bring this up the, the idea of annoyance um i'm gonna admit there was but i'm also gonna admit that i'm not gonna talk about it on the podcast <laughs> yeah do you want to give us like an allegorical version of what's annoying you um like let's say let's say for for the sake of discussion that you are a Keebler elf working very hard in your Keebler elf tree with hey, all Mark, the other with all the other elves making cookies and you're in charge of making the chocolate sauce that goes Mark, on the fudge stripe cookies. I think we have a better opportunity here. Okay. If you really want to know what was uh <laughs> bleepity bleeping me today, uh-huh. tech or email us at the whatever email it is. Oh, come on. <laughs> Throw me a bone, Grant. I'm trying to get you in on a conversation. I'll throw you a bone after we finish the podcast, Mark. Uh, okay. I I really think that my uh, that my uh, Keebler elf allegory would have had some legs. I I honestly don't know if it would, but I no, feel it definitely like, would have. <laughs> I feel like I need to keep on my mysterious persona. That's one thing that you don't feel have like, a. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't have a. I don't have a what. Well, what are you going to say? I don't have a Ferrari? Yeah, that's no, true. I don't have a Ferrari. You don't have a mysterious persona. I, would I don't say, know what you're talking I, about. No, you have you have a lack of concrete information, but that doesn't mean that you have a mysterious persona. Your persona is definitely not mysterious. 
I'm I'm doing so good sense in my language here tonight. Um, I just feel like I need to point that Uh, out. Okay, well, okay. So you don't want to talk about what's been annoying you. Then can you at least give me something something that that does annoy you? Yeah. Is that I made freaking brownies last week and they're all gone already. (laughs) Who does something like that to you? What a a jerk. What kind of monster (laughs) eats 20 servings of brownies in a week? When they set up hurdle after hurdle to make it <laughs> unlikely for some monster to come in and eat all 20 brownies in I one week. I blame the couch. Because they wanted to have you, some for you know, next week. What do you expect? What do you expect? A man gets a couch, he makes some brownies, and you're trying to say he can't eat all the brownies on the couch? Now, we live in America the last time I checked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just... Like, because now I got the temptation of, like, yo, I bet those brownies were real good to whoever ate all of them. So, like, maybe I should make more. (laughs) But I also know, like, that's a bad decision because Uh we got to use past events to predict what's going to happen in the future. They're probably going to be gone in a week again. And, like, Mm -hmm. can't do that two weeks back to back. Yep. That's a bad idea. I feel that. But, you know... Sometimes people just need to eat their feelings, though. So there's also that in there, too. So just, like, uh, it, it's a complicated uh, barrel of monkeys I got going on here that I got to mm-hmm. try to contend with, you know? So let's say that you're working at the Ghirardelli Chocolate Factory, and your job is to perfect the blending of ingredients in the brownie mix at Ghirardelli. Now, if you were in that position, what sort of things do you think might annoy you at the workplace? Uh... You know what thing might annoy me is when uh, people keep asking me to talk about what annoys me, uh, and instead of answering that question, I think I'm going to go and read a read a cool comic that my friend sent me this week. No, I'm not ready to move on yet. Uh, oh, come on. Can, I'm going to tell you one thing. That wasn't a question. Thing. That was a statement. Let me tell you one thing that's... Well, let me get your input on this, if this is something that would improve your work environment. Okay. I love how you've settled on that it's definitely a work thing, and I didn't say that. <laughs> well, it just it just seems fitting. And also, since you're not going to talk about it, it seems like a 90% confidence interval there. Uh, okay. Anyway, no, this is I'm just asking this now because it's something that happened at work for me, and I'm curious what your take is. So we got an email today from our CEO saying, hey, starting next week, Wednesdays before 1 p.m. and Fridays... After 1 p.m., nobody's allowed to schedule a meeting with anybody else in the company. Hmm. What do you think of that? What was that? A motorcycle, I assume. Oh. (laughs) Totally thought it was someone farting, but, um... I'll have to listen back to that. (laughs) Now that you say motorcycle, it makes total sense. I was like, yeah, that sounded more mechanical than a fart, but, uh... um. I I see I see like things that could be nice about it certainly. I also can see that to some that might be immensely annoying, but it depending on what the goals of it were, I think it could be justified mm-hmm. and could be an appropriate way to go about achieving those goals. But I feel like there's context that I don't have and won't be able to obtain that might dictate whether it's a dumb idea or a great idea. Sure. 
I mean, I'm happy to provide context, unlike you. Well, but I feel like it's context that, like, I don't know if anyone can provide me. Like, I'd have to live that context, you know? That's fair. Yeah, I understand what you mean. I'm just trying to remember the exact phrasing, because I think I liked it. Uh, Where was it? He said... Yeah, I think... So the first way that he phrases it is... Uh, basically, we've had lots and lots of meetings as the company has grown, and especially working remotely. This has made finding time for tasks that require long stretches of deep focus very difficult. Hmm. And the other phrasing is, um, volume of meetings and the unpredictability of free time have made creative tasks and complex problem solving increasingly difficult. Hmm. So there you have it. The, uh, you know, the, the main reason that I like it is... When someone at the top of the company is able to acknowledge the uh, the things that make a company run and mm-hmm. the reason that people would like that company, like why that company is successful. Mm-hmm. You know, is the company successful because we, you know, run efficient meetings and have these like, you know, very clear cut schedules and planning? Eh, well, not really historically. Like historically, we've been successful because we employ people who like to sit down and think about things and then solve some problems. Yeah, yeah. It it was just it just struck me as interesting because it was really out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like this. All of a sudden, it's this mandate, which you could consider like you know that's bad if it's a bad thing that comes from that mandate. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's interesting when it's like 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 a it's like a no discussion thing. Mm-hmm. Which which is interesting in its own right. I personally don't have an issue with it. I just find it funny that I have. Uh, at least on Wednesday, I know that there are many, many meetings that happen. Wednesdays are typically people's like busiest times, so I don't actually know what this is going to mean. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that time frame was decided. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, I'm ready to move on. I suppose. Well, I'm not anymore. Okay, what do you got to say? No, I want to move on. Just I wanted to move sh- on eight minutes ago. That's what oh, I wanted okay. to say. Sorry, I'll just cut all this. Uh, we got, we got, uh, oh, shoot, uh, Shen Comics with an X by Shen T. Uh, so we got a, a nondescript person sitting on a, on a, on the edge of a couch, clearly watching TV, exclaiming, what a great movie. I sympathize with the hero so much. I hope the hero succeeds while celebrating, right? They say while turning to their left, the scene pans over to the left to another person sitting on the couch in blue pants and a purple shirt that says, I heart antagonists with a flag, go skull villains and a big foam finger that says villains. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Haha. Yes. (laughs) So every time, every single time, Mark. What? Oh, I just wanted to read all the comments quick. Oh, oh yeah. Um so uh I, I have two uh approaches here. One is the general I'll I'll just pick one. Okay. <sighs> what what this originally made me think of is all of the bits of media that we've had over the years, over the last couple of decades probably, but most most notably I would say the past decade, of media that 
takes something from a villain's point of view, whether it is seriously, I think the only example of that is probably Wicked, or jokingly, such Ah. as the show Twisted, or the uh, online things uh, Thanos did nothing wrong and the Empire did nothing wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm curious what you think about those either just like as a whole genre itself or any of those specific ones. So I know nothing about Wicked other than that it is an example of this. I very much enjoy Twisted and I have tried multiple times to like, or I've like mentioned it to people and tried to explain it and why they should watch it and that it'll Uh be entertaining to them. And they all just end up confused and giving me weird looks normally. Mm -hmm. Did I tell you that I got to go see a live production of Twisted? No. Not not by Star Kid, but it was a local Minneapolis theater that was putting it on and I got to go see it with Aaron and our friend Brandon. It was great. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like I I find them at least twisted. I find it entertaining and interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Would you, would you call like the the main characters and those types of things like are they are they anti-heroes or are they like what are they even? Hmm. That's a good question. I'd say, yeah, it's, it's hard to tell. villains. Yeah, I, I, I would say it's more like that. You know, looking at Twisted specifically, Jafar is definitely not the anti-hero. Yeah, you know, it's not just like, and I, I simply don't actually know much about Wicked. I'm pretty sure it's the Wizard of Oz, but focusing on like the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, and like. She's, I think that she's not evil or I don't know. She's very misunderstood or something. Yeah. yeah. Something, something. The Good Witch of the North is probably a real, a real stick in the, bu- in the mud. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> he said something almost. <laughs> I know what I almost said. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I think that the whole point of those is, well, okay. So, so let's say for Twisted, the, uh, point is probably to uh, well i don't know because this is the thing i feel like i'd have to go back you know i've i've seen twisted many more times than i've seen aladdin Mm -hmm. actually i can't be convinced that i've ever seen all of aladdin (laughs) so uh, already i'm at a bit of a loss to say whether anything that happens in like how much of what happens in twisted is um made up sort of a thing like obviously they're they're twisting things and particularly in twisted it's uh twisted it's twisted because it's a comedy show so they're already trying to just make fun of things um but it's you know it's i don't know is it anti-hero or is it just reframe i'm not sure yeah i find them interesting because it's just trying to almost be like it's almost like a a uh, an exercise in empathy if that makes mm-hmm. sense i think i know what you're trying to get at like, like trying to understand that i mean granted these are all fictional people uh fictional characters but you know if you take the idea into the real world of look a lot of people who you would disagree with there, there's way more going on than you know because they're also a whole person Mm-hmm. everything that you do you do because you're a whole person with a whole series of backgrounds and a whole series of things that affect your life and you need to you need to decide how those things are going to get you somewhere 
um, and everybody else is like that too. And so when you just say, oh yes, the Empire is just the Empire, and we're told that they're evil, if only for the specific reason that they are, you know, employing someone who specifically uses the dark side of the Force sort of thing, uh, you know, the framing is one way, and then you're just trying to say, no, let me twist this a little bit. And if you consider it uh, from their perspective, what does it actually look like? Um, I don't know. But I do find them interesting. Mm-hmm. Go go watch Twisted, people. Go find it on YouTube. It's fantastic. Worth it. It's worth a watch. Even if you've never seen Aladdin, I promise you'll still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, good stuff. Do you love antagonists, Grant? Yeah. I, I can find entertainment in them, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's the antagonist of this podcast? Definitely you. Yeah. That'd be the hero, the mysterious hero. <laughs> um, yeah. No, okay. Sorry, I don't mean to like totally hijack this, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I very much enjoy the Kung Fu Panda movies. I think they're wonderful <laughs> movies. Uh-huh. Um, and I heard, I was watching a YouTube video and like they made an interesting comment about uh, the protagonist in those movies and that he's not, he's not really a hero. He's more of a not a hero uh, in a lot of ways. And it was just an interesting way to state, I don't know, his I mean, characterization. It's definitely true, but I think that there's a difference between, like, just because there is a villain, like, what you, like, that doesn't mean you have to have a hero. You have a protagonist, you know, Poe is definitely the protagonist. Is it, is it Poe? Am I just making that yeah, up? Poe. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, because he's I, certainly. I was second guessing myself. <laughs> he's certainly set up as the hero. Like he defeats the villain, he and all that jazz, but always does it in like a not traditionally heroic manner, or like using not traditionally heroic means. Or yeah, sometimes. but that's just because he's the protagonist. Like he's the one whose character arc we're most interested in. But that doesn't mean he has to be the hero. He is the dragon warrior, Mark. I know, but I'm just saying, what like, else it's not, is a, it's the not a hero warrior movie. It's a martial be. arts movie. Like. <sighs> Like it does, there doesn't have to be a, a hero in every story. The, like I feel like that's a bit overused, or at least not. You know, it, it's become a muddled I, term. I, I see your point, but I think that this movie is not the hill to die on for that argument. <laughs> you know what? Oh, God dang it! I was gonna, I was gonna. What is it? Tell me. Fix my fix the way that I wanted to end this. What does he say with the stupid pinky thing? Skadoosh. Well, now that Mark stopped recording, uh, given his rude comment or his crude comment he almost made, next week we'll be back with 50% more kinkiness.